0: Welcome, 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 ladies and gentlemen. We are once again live down here in the Bear Cave Studios with the crew. Stevie G. Up,
1: guys?
0: Anthony the Encyclopedia. Gentlemen, the absentee champion is back. And me, Freddy Aloso, down here. Uh, it's recap time, gentlemen. We've got uh, SummerSlam in the books now. Raw is in the books. SmackDown is currently going on live as we're recording on Tuesday night. Um we we have let's let's get this out of the way first. First and foremost, let's get this bullshit out of the way. Bullshit. Yes.
1: Bullshit comes in one's butthurt right
0: now. Yeah. Alright, so we
2: have our first dual champion. Uh after the picks at SummerSlam, Stevie G not only retained his world championship, but he also won the pay per view championship by a single point. So, congratulations to Stevie G. He's been presented with
1: the belt. I want to thank the little people, like the two people, one sitting next to me, one on the screen in Jersey. This guy. Um, shout out to you guys, because if you guys could see the text messages I got on Monday, they put a whole new meaning to the word. I'm not going to say butt hurt. I'm going to say ass hurt. Okay? <laughs> These guys were tight. I mean,. I love Freddie, I love Anthony Death, but Freddie, he's even sent a picture of me and Roman Reigns, his guy, the guy, his guy, side by side with me comparing us. Which I didn't know whether to take that as an insult or a compliment. I mean, how are you meeting that since that's your guy? Well, if if you listened the last couple of weeks, you know, you haven't <laughs> been here. So uh I'm off I the
0: just, I'm, one I'm, week. I'm off the Roman train. So um, that's it where took I'm you at. Long
1: enough. Shut up. So I'm off the Roman train. So wait, I'm I'm gonna dive into something we're gonna um bring up in a little bit, probably after the recap. But you're not back on it with the return of the Shield because I'm kind of on it now. The Shield is back now. I'll appreciate Roman a little more because when Rollins and Ambrose. Come side by side with him. I'm cool with that. It's the only time I appreciate
0: him. I got. I got to see where it goes. And Honestly, I'm cool with him.
1: See. It's kind of like a guilty by association kind of <laughs> shit.
0: <laughs> gotcha So SummerSlam in the books. We had a, a a full card. Stevie G obviously came out
1: winner with the picks. Um, I mean, you guys could sound a little more happy about it. Come on. We don't need to be happy about this. Are you sure? Did you guys notice, all you people who listen to our podcast week after week, um, yes, I missed last week due to unfortunate circumstances. But at the end of the day, the last time I missed, they were so excited to have me back. They had me do the introduction the whole nine. This time, Freddie's like, Welcome, welcome, welcome. I'm not giving you a chance to say <laughs> shit.
2: <laughs> well, you, you know, when when the guy who was making the most noise about Brock Lesnar, the absentee champion, is now the absentee champion on our show, you kind of asked for it, pal.
1: Sorry. I, I have a life in a schedule It's not like your guys, so I apologize. Like, you know what this feels like right is. now?
0: This feels like – you remember when Virgil won the Million Dollar Belt? Oh, here we go.
1: Brooklyn Brawler speaking.
0: <laughs> this is speaking. This is how I feel. <laughs> You're like, oh, great, Virgil. Here we go. All right. He's
1: right here. All right. <laughs> what's what's his face? The guy who's 219 losses? Kurt Hawkins. <laughs> Kurt, Kurt Hawkins. <laughs> Hawkins. You guys are Kurt Hawkins right now. I'm right. going to go this, with that. This guy. Sorry. He's so unimportant. <laughs> I couldn't remember his name realistically. <laughs> you,
2: you, all right. I'll, the pay per view championship you won by one point. To give everyone an update on the standing, Steven is now in the lead with a record of 27 wins, 19 losses, and one draw. That's 82 points. I somehow finished in second after SummerSlam, 26 wins, 22 losses, and 78 points. And Freddie Aloso's win percentage has gone down under 50% with a record of 23 wins, 23 losses, and two draws. Those two draws, I will mind you, were when he forgot to pick at WrestleMania, and he's down to 71 points. So Freddie's got some. Freddie's down by 11 points. I'm down by
1: four.
0: Don't call and it and a comeback. And I'm
1: going I'm to say this um, – I appreciate you, Freddie. I appreciate Anthony because I heard last week they did quote me accurately for the cruiserweight match that I did say this shit, and I still am the champion. You're welcome.
2: We're singing Stephen's wonderful praises here on his wonderful picks, folks. It was no contest on Sunday. Stephen already had the night wrapped up by 8:30. We were more than we weren't even halfway through the event, and we were like, oh shit, he already won, and we haven't even. Gotten halfway through the card.
1: I'm not gonna lie. With this SummerSlam, there were certain things that I looked forward to. Certain things I was not excited about. And I started pounding drinks the second I got home from uh, me and Freddy's kids play football. Their scrimmage that we were in the sun all day. All day. So we all came home tired and feeling crappy. And I'm sitting there with a couple buddies, and I get the text that I already won, and I'm just like sitting there, and I'm like, wait, what? I had to go back and look at my picks because I didn't remember, because that was how bad of a day Sunday was. But
0: we'll give a nice shout out to the D three Wizards. Yes. For doing their thing, keep it up, boys. No losses. No losses on scrimmage on day. Scrimmage day. Keep up them. the hard work. But SummerSlam. Clearly, the cruiserweight match. Uh, I'm pretty I'm sure we, we don't even care about that. So we're, we're just going to skip the Cruiserweight match. Do we even
1: watch it? Who watched it? I, I, honestly, I skip the encyclopedia has to watch it.
2: The sad thing about the entire kickoff show is every, all three matches seem to end in some variation of a roll-up. Great creative being led by our boy Vinny Mack. Great job, Vince. Who's poking these finishes?
1: And I saw the, the Rusev, Lana, and uh, Vega, and whatever that dude's name is. Um, I saw pictures, I didn't see any of the pre-show, I'm not going to lie, but the seats were completely empty when they were coming down to their ring, like from the pictures I well, saw yeah. people there live, it's crazy. But that's what happens when you start the pay-per-view at 7 o'clock or 6.30. No, they they started these pre-shows like 5, 5.30. Is correct? that when it was? It was like 5? They, they open From what I heard, they opened the doors at
2: something like 3.45, 4.15, something like that. It might have been 4.45. The first match didn't go on until 5.30, but the same thing happened last year. They're having a major problem getting people into the Barclays Center for SummerSlam, and I don't understand why because I walked up to the doors for NXT TakeOver 4 less than 15 minutes before it was due to the taping was supposed to start before the show. They had they taped two matches for tomorrow night. So that was at 6.15. I walked in at like 6.05, up to the door, went right in, got my seat. I don't understand why SummerSlam they're having such a problem. Maybe it's because it's Sunday. They got to give them time and a half holiday pay.
1: It's Sunday. I think people – it's this city, dude. It's Brooklyn. Everyone's out drinking, partying, having a good time, and then they want to go into SummerSlam, and people lose track of time.
0: And it's also not very easily accessible for those who don't know the Barclays Center. To drive yes. there, It's it's kind of crappy, trying to find parking – And all that stuff, like, it's not very accessible driving-wise. Unless
1: you're the encyclopedia who prepares before and buys his spot like a week in advance, and we just pull right in, and we don't pull right out, let's be honest. (laughs) No pull-out.
2: Very funny. I've actually parked on the street for most of the times I've driven there. All
0: right, so we had those. Then, I believe, first match on the main card.
1: Well, we should probably talk pre-show. Uh, there was a tag team title match. Did anyone see that? Because I know I didn't. That that was the B, B team, team.
0: B team. Right, that right. entrance drives me
2: bananas. I'm really curious if they're just reusing the Spirit
0: Squad theme. Yeah. But the, let's, let's speak in all honesty. I think it's crap that they're not giving the title Survival. They put them over the next night on Raw, over each of them individually. Like I would have figured, SummerSlam would be your perfect opportunity to finally crown them. I don't, I don't know about you guys, but that's that's my take on it. I feel like you crown if you want to do the switch, don't save it for like a Hell in a Cell. It's horrible. Give it to them at one of the main pay per views. Make it a moment. But maybe
1: they you know. maybe maybe they didn't because it was on the pre show. It wasn't even on the main card that shot,
2: match. It's not going to be on the main card at Hell in a Cell either. Uh, tr- truth be told, I I, I just thought it was too soon for the B team to drop the belts. But, yeah, there's only so many times that they're going to have them get away with winning with these schmazz endings. I believe this time it was a case of an inside cradle that one guy ripped, knocked into the other and the... Inside Cradle got rolled over. It was, I mean, it was creative, but how many, how many times are you gonna go to the well on that one?
1: Yeah. And what's the deal with Matt Hardy? Uh, Matt Hardy, you know, lost in that match, obviously. Um, Two's a part of it too, right? No, that was just revival and. So Matt Hardy wasn't on the card at all. No. Because I know he's doing a lot of producer work, according to his photos on IG and uh he's even doing a lot showing a lot of photos of the fans like is this it for Matt Hardy
2: he's he's exploring other options because he's not sure if he's going to get cleared again while he's getting this treatment for I believe it's like his hip and his spine are like kind of compressing together um he's not the only one that actually is testing out the producer role uh Kurt Angle's favorite son Jason Jordan they're not sure when he's going to be back, if ever his neck injury is that bad. So he was actually reported to be backstage acting as a producer this weekend as well.
0: I thought he was cleared. I thought previously he was cleared and he was soon to be coming back. Listen, he's he's someone
1: I could live without. I don't care. Yeah, I, I just
0: felt like had they kept him and Gable together, they could have been like Steiner's 2.0. You know,
1: yeah. you could have done
0: something there with them. Freddie loves the sequels. I do. Well, it certain, certain sequels. Yo, you love I Joel could do Ziggler, without with the white. Don't, don't even get me started. So next match on the card, we had, well, to open the show was Ziggler and Rollins. Great match. Your favorite boy, Dolph Ziggler, did great in that match. So it's Seth Rollins. Great match because of Seth Rollins. <laughs> um, in his Thanos gear, which I did appreciate. Shout out to Guardians of the Galaxy and uh, the Marvel Universe there. Avengers as well. Um I did enjoy the match. Very solid match. I did like how they did involve um McIntyre and um Ambrose in those spots. So I was I was kind of for that. It was a great match. I don't know if I give it match of the night, but it's up there. What do you guys think? It
1: was It was a good match. It was a good opening match. I mean they could have put that further in the crap in the right. in the night if they wanted to, or left it as an opening match, but it was a good match to uh start the whole show off. that works,
2: yeah no it was definitely a nice opening match uh I would I and mean, I think I said this last week when it was just Freddie and i I think it would have been nice to see Dean's return actually at SummerSlam as a surprise, but yeah. uh good for seth uh he's gonna be stuck in upper mid card hell, I think he deserves better than that, but uh. I digress. We know why that happened later on.
0: True, and after that we had um, we had the return of the Bellas, which okay, they weren't really gone per se. They were off TV for a little bit, but not a big, huge shocker on that one. But then we had the SmackDown Championship with the New Day and the Bludgeon Brothers. Your Brothers winning by DQ. I wasn't too into this match. I kind of, I kind of just
1: kind of dazed out on that one. Something cool about it. Yeah. What
0: do you but think about that? That's what one?
1: happens when you pack too much shit into one show. It's true. You know the funny.
2: The funny thing is, you say that. I actually, this was probably the first one that went oh four four hours that I wasn't actually ready to fall asleep through most of it. I thought they at least paced the this show a lot better than some of the previous offerings where they've gone and put me to sleep. But uh, all that being said, I was hoping the New Day wouldn't win. We know how I feel about them. I think they should be getting uh, they could stay as a faction. They should all be singles, though. I think they've been in the tag team division too long. Um, It was a good match. Uh, They did find a way to end it without ending the feud. Uh, I wasn't expecting the mallets, but you know, it is it it is what it is. Uh, the tag team division on both shows. It, it's really sad when the B team's actually the most exciting tag team we got on both shows right now.
1: Right. The thing with you bring up the mallets that just reminded me. Um, I think that was total BS. They looked like you were swinging little foam Nerf toys. Because that's when what they, they are. are. Swing them exactly. Yeah. That's what they are. Like even um, I know there was a couple kids in my house and they're like that's not real that looked horrible you know so when you have um a, a turn of events that even kids are saying they like what the hell was that you know like you need to stop it like okay. leave the damn mallets out of it grab a fucking chair or at least make them look real correct make, make them real they triple, look, they triple look h, h swings, look, swings the sledgehammer give them something in like the that day, and i'm saying like back in the day like it was so long ago our Toys R Us days, and we take our kids to the Nerf aisle, and they had those, like, zombie walking dead Nerf stuff. Yeah, that's exactly that's what it's exact, like. That's what it is. Yeah. I actually,
2: uh, sorry, I'm going to quote another podcast, but it was one that you quoted a few weeks ago, Freddie. So Luke Harper was actually on the ENC Pot of Awesomeness recently. The whole mallet thing, Vince McMahon's idea.
0: Yeah, I did hear that. I did hear that they weren't too fond of the idea of the mallets. He, he
2: he basically psyched himself into it was the impression I got. I mean, he said mallet. He basically made it sound like he was like, really? And then he was like, really? I mean, what are you guys supposed to say to the, when your boss is throwing this at you?
0: What choice do you have? Yeah, when your boss kind of tells you to do it.
1: Vince needs to retire. He needs to drop dead. Something. So next up was the
0: Money in the Bread briefcase match. We we all chose wrong on this. We all chose KO. We all thought it would go that way. We were wrong.
1: This is another match where you buried a guy who's a big star in the show. He he's one of like your top heels. Like he gets the crowd. I put him in the category of people like him. The Miz, even Dolph Ziggler and Drew McIntyre, as of late, like he, they they get the fans to hate them, and uh, you have a great talent there. And because they put him against Bray Str- Braun Strowman, sorry, um, you they, you buried him. It was it was a squash match, which I'm gonna be honest with you, some of these matches this night they had squash matches, and I really did not care for. I feel like they ruined people that they should not have ruined, and maybe I'm just overthinking it, but. This is one of them as well. Like Kevin Owens, they could have done something great. Like I stated, I think on one of the episodes, or maybe I was just talking to you guys since I was absent champion last week. Um, I wanted Kevin Owens to win. Cash in call out a night, Roman Reigns doesn't get the belt, Brock Lesnar doesn't get the belt, K.O. gets it and gets another decent run. But that didn't happen because Vince probably knew that's what the fans want. And Vince is old fucking age, just wants to fuck around with people. And he knows he has the power to do that. So he keeps doing it. Um I I think they had it all wrong. If you're gonna have Kevin Owens lose, at least make it a decent match. Give him some, like, you know, some offense and some defense. All right, I'll speak in those terms. Um, because it, it's a squash match was seriously unnecessary. I did hear that
0: he, he's been told several times that he's got to drop some weight.
1: Yeah, and, and that's he, all
0: Vince. He, he may be losing some favors, so maybe that was, that had something to do with it.
1: It's possible, but you know what? I'm just saying, I get it. They want to present these healthy guys or whatever, but – Let's put it this way. You guys are the type of people, the WWE, who back things like the anti-bullying campaign and this campaign and that campaign. Like, you know what? We live in a time where people are overweight. There's obese. I joke and call myself dad bot. Which is
0: serious, by the way, ladies
1: and gentlemen. What? My dad Dad, bod? dad bod. Yo, you got dad bot too. Come I on. Do. Bro. We we should get tag team <laughs> titles made that say dad Dadbot Dad um, bot champions. So my, my my point with that. Three bird is, uh, rules,
0: because we'll throw Anthony in here too. I,
2: I've lost a ton of weight, pal. <laughs> You're God,
1: still in here with us. You still got sloppy tits like Ric Flair. Just kidding. Woo! Wow. <laughs> I just want to bring the sloppy tits thing back. Remember that? That SummerSlam years ago. But um my my thing with Kevin Owens, yes, he's overweight, but at the end of the day, it gives people hope kind of. Like you're a bigger guy, like people are seeing more normal normal uh more of a normal guy in the ring, um, versus all these guys who have their little six packs, their peck popping pecs, like, you know, their steroid freaks, whatever the hell. You have a chubby guy who gets in there and he does better than some of these guys who are in amazing shape. He'll do your backflips, he'll do these crazy moves, he'll even go in a porta potty and get thrown off the side of a stage. Like he does things that you wouldn't expect a fat guy to necessarily do, maybe yeah. because of the way WWE has made everything look. But Kevin Owens is someone who will put himself at risk, he'll do his thing, and it's always fing awesome. Keep editing, because I'm going to keep dropping these F-bombs.
2: Did you hear last week? Oh, no, he didn't listen to it.
1: Boom. Roasted. I don't listen to podcasts. I just participate. Yeah, what do you guys, let me ask you. I'll say it again. What do you guys think of Johnny Depp? Legend, right? He's kind of a legend. Doesn't watch his own f- movies. All right? Remember that. That's why I don't listen to his podcasts. So wait, now you're now you're comparing yourself to Johnny Depp. I'm just saying, I'm not saying I'm nothing like Johnny Depp. Easy but I there. Great minds, brother. Great minds. Easy he there. He not, if you Jack watch him, <laughs> Yo, Captain Jack, baby. Um, If you watch the premieres he goes to, he walks the red carpet, he leaves. He doesn't watch his own movies, from what I understand. And I've read that numerous times.
0: So, are you eating Gilbert's grapes? Is that what
1: you're saying right now? <laughs> yo, he's, he's getting all the good pokes in today. I like it. I like it. I'm more of a blow guy. Is is that right? We're, we've got. I, I we've opened got, it up. I opened we, it up. I just went We got Mister you know? Two Ways, and then we got Blow Street over here. Don't worry, <laughs> we're gonna get you get you something. so S O. All right. <laughs> all
2: right, listen. Just be like Edward Scissorhands and shut your freaking mouth. All right. Womp womp. All right. <laughs> we digress. let
1: I, I was trying to yeah, and I, and I was trying to defend you, Steve. Jesus Christ. There's going to be a lot of rants today. I even promised Eloso's wife a rant later on. So <laughs> you don't did. worry. That's coming. Sounds good to me. I, you know what? If it's what I think it's
2: about, I might, I'm probably going to agree with you. I totally agree with you. Uh, first, I don't think it was a weight thing necessarily. I don't think that he's being punished for not being as fit. But I agree with you uh, in the stance that I miss – not everyone – not everyone needs to look the same not everyone needs to look jacked i miss the days where you had like you know you had your sean michaels and your bret harts but you also had your big guys like king kong bundy bam bam bigelow
1: vader earthquake yoko yokozuna kamala kamala had some sloppy tits are you finished yet yeah okay i think it's good to have the the variety there big boss man
2: now he's just
0: f-ing with you at this
2: point i know he is i know he is <laughs> meanwhile i'm trying to defend him here i mean ko tried to take that chicken shit that he was dealt on sunday and try to do something with it i mean he came out with his own ko and bugger. he came a- out with his ko in the bank t-shirt for crying out loud and for whatever reason he got more offense in the steel cage match Bencar. than he did in the one-on-one it was a if I wanted to see job matches, I agree. I'd watch it on Superstars. I think it was just a setup to set up to him trying to make Braun look strong after the way they've made him look over the last month. I don't think it was necessary. This was one of the three matches that I had the biggest
0: problems with the booking. Yeah, I didn't understand the booking on this one. It didn't make sense. And then we'll get into the whole Braun thing at the end of the night.
1: Men on a mission, Mabel and Mo. Yes. Man on a mission. Anthony, who is that rock star guy? He has Mount, a great like Mountain Man Rock. Yes, Mountain Man Rock. Another chubby guy. Man, man mountain mountain Rock. rock. Sorry. I'm going to keep thinking of him throughout the show. Proceed.
2: So, next, ma- next match. That wasn't his first character. He was actually Max Payne
0: in WCW. He was. He was Max Payne. So, let's jump into this next one. We had the triple threat for the women's SmackDown women's title. One Man Gang? Akeem?
1: Listen, we could, listen, we're listen. we going to keep going with the show. We're just going to keep naming fat people for the rest of the show, random. You don't have to react to them. It's going to be a game, okay? Let's <laughs> just good. see how many fat people we can think of through the rest of the show. Future episode, the
2: top ten fat men of all time.
0: <laughs> there you go. Um, we had the SmackDown Women's Championship Triple Threat match with Charlotte, Becky, and Carmella. We had Becky finally pull her heel turn after the loss um, I really thought they were going to give it to Becky here. She looked strong throughout the match. I thought they were really going to finally pull the trigger. They, give she her looked the strong. The fans were behind yeah, her. Yeah, the fans were like definitely behind her. Like, that whole arena her. was behind her, it yeah. seems. 100%. And I didn't like the ending. I felt it was kind of... It felt rushed to me. Like, yeah. you're going to have her pull it halfway as she's doing her finish. Like, it just... I didn't like the spot. And... I did like the heel turn. Action smash demolition, fine. kind of chubby. Go on. Yes, action smash. Um, yeah, so that's that's my take on it. I wasn't, I wasn't too fond of it. I felt like they
1: could have done it better, the finish, but it is what it is. The match, exactly. That's exactly what I was going to say, Freddie. It is what it is. The match is what it is. What made that whole match and had the biggest pop was Becky's attack afterwards. Yes. Not that people didn't see that coming because I think the way the match went, People knew there was a good possibility, but everyone reacted to it, and they loved it. And I loved the way Becky Lynch did her thing. Now, a little while ago on SmackDown Live, um, they had the little thing where Becky Lynch attacks, or Becky Lynch and Charlotte go at each other. And they tried to pull the whole, I'm going to send all these women wrestlers out there to be like the men and break up their thing. And I'm just going to say, I'm not hating when I say this. But it was nothing like when the men do it. When the men do it, they're taking crazy swings. It really looks like they're legit trying to pull each other apart. When the women just did it, it looks like the women were scared. Okay? Even the referees, when Paige came out, was sending them out. If you looked at it real quickly, the refs are nowhere near Charlotte and Becky Lynch. They're like 10 feet away acting like, oh, stop it, stop it, as they're sending the girls out. It's like they were afraid to go near the girls, and the girls weren't doing anything major. They weren't taking any hard swings or anything like that. It just looks like, you know fucked up grapple like, you just you you have to make it look more realistic if you're going to do it correct you got to make it look amazing if you're going to try and pull something off that the male superstars pull off time and time again when they do something like that and they do it often it seems yeah and they always pull it off it actually looks good because they pick the right wrestlers to do it and they probably basically like yo go all out these mm-hmm. girls like unfortunately they didn't and i'm all about the women's evolution and everything they're doing like it is really great the way WWE is to be pushing them but this is just one thing that, you know, one thing, I mean, they, they fail often, WWE in general, but this is just a failure the way you just looked on SmackDown. I feel like you just, you got to work on it from here. Like, mm-hmm. if you're going to do it again,
0: you got to understand the dynamic, make it look more realistic. I mean,
1: even when, I, I think I pointed out. Like when Rikishi's that, ass. Yo, Rikishi, another big guy. You're welcome. Yep. Um... Women's division, folks. Big birthday, Faye. Uh, we said we're doing this rest of the show. Don't ruin it. Pull Nakano. Ah, don't ruin our game, buddy. It's kind of like a drinking game. Every time we name a fat person, we should take a shot. There we uh, go. For those of you playing along at home, here's your drinking game. Yes. <laughs> we should. We should start this way a drinking game every week. We should. Maybe it'll catch on. Well, Freddie, while our absentee champion's
2: been missing, we did say every time he said butt hurt, take a shot.
0: We did. Last week we did.
1: We did throw that out. That's that's <laughs> cool. But then you guys use butthurt so much in text yesterday because you were butthurt about the fact I'm still the champion. That's not this week's game, Steve. All right. Yeah, we're still in fact. Yeah, we're still on our
0: let's correct it. Let's be politically correct. Our overweight superstars our overweight our superstars. plus size
1: superstars. Plus size. I'm not going to have a ton to say. Keep going. I mean, my thing with Becky Lynch is even tonight on SmackDown. Anthony, I don't know if you saw when she like was talking shit before Charlotte. The face she was making, like she was mad. I, I just want to slap the shit out of her. Like she, she's like puckering her lips and crab. Like she didn't look like she was actually mad. Like the attack. Maybe, maybe Becky Lynch is someone you got to keep quiet. Like a quiet anger. Because to, I enjoyed Sunday. Tonight, not so much. Maybe you got to give her a mouthpiece. Maybe
0: she yeah. needs a manager.
2: I don't have much to say. I agree with you guys. Uh, What I I did notice is Sunday and tonight, as she was doing her thing, the fans were not booing her. So who's really the heel here? Who's really getting booed? Is it going to end up being Charlotte? I think so. I think people are getting sick of Charlotte. I think she's getting to that John Cena, Roman Reigns level as far as the fans are concerned. I would have rather seen Becky get the win on Sunday. Uh, My pick was being Carmella. I think it would have... Done more to have one cost the other. So, as far as Becky goes, even in that promo tonight, I noticed she was getting cheered and then she tried to turn on the fans saying that they weren't with her. So, I don't think it's working the way they hoped. I don't know what they were thinking. I think Charlotte's just been shoved down everyone's throats for the last three years and people are getting sick and tired of it because she's always got to be on top. I mean, look, three years, she's already a seven time champion. Good for Becky I'm curious to see who the fans are really gonna get behind on this and if Becky's
1: gonna is be... Charlotte co- about to turn to Sasha because I feel like Sasha banks is kind of
2: irrelevant
0: now yes I agree
2: but Sasha's getting Sasha's re- getting a positive reaction again I think Charlotte's gonna get that that heat where people are sick and tired of her and I think it's already starting.
0: All right. So next match we had was Samoa Joe and AJ Styles. I did enjoy this match.
1: Mm-hmm. Absolutely. I, I
0: did enjoy Joe's banter with AJ's wife throughout the match.
1: Yeah. And I even like at the end with uh, AJ Styles, he goes over to his daughter and his daughter like was like, Daddy, you're, you're bleeding. bleeding. Yeah. Like, which obviously wasn't part of it, but. So, yeah, I, I did
0: enjoy the match. I thought it was uh, one of the better matches of the night between this one and the uh, Rollins and Ziggler match. Those were my kind of two standouts of the night. But, um, yeah, I just thought it was solid. I would have liked to see Joe come out with it just because I feel like AJ's becoming a little bit stale as champion, but I feel like it's it works.
2: They found a way though to make AJ relevant, uh, thanks to Samoa Joe and the storyline. It's it's different. It's it's still keeping things PG uh, without going too far. But they I I've been loving the story. And the fact is though, total setup for the Hell in a Cell rematch that we're gonna probably get. I could see Joe getting the belt there
0: if they do decide to. To finally make the switch. That's what I'm thinking. Until Sue K's released. So then, next match we had... um, We had The Miz and Daniel Bryan. This kind of went the way we all predicted it. Miz coming out with a victory. Daniel Bryan took the loss. Which is what off. I want. Yeah.
1: But I don't like the way he won. Um, I thought it was a good match um, till those final seconds. Sorry,
2: there's a mouthful right now. Uh, I, I mean, Maurice being ringside, I wasn't expecting that. It seemed like Tim, SummerSlam was the night of getting your wives involved in your match in some way, shape, or form. she being the second one. The Brass Knucks, okay, it was creative. It helped Daniel Bryan save face. They've already announced for Hell in a Cell, Daniel Bryan and Bree are going to face The Miz and Maurice in a mixed tag match, so... Now we know that that story is not going to get put to the side for a while. It's going to continue. What I found hilarious watching SmackDown tonight was Tom Phillips saying, it was brass nux It turns out it was brass Nux that The Miz used on him at SummerSlam. And I'm like, were you freaking watching your monitor when you were doing the commentary on Sunday night, idiot?
0: It was very, it was very uh, late 80s, 90s heel of him to win the, with the Brass Knuckles. I did enjoy that little aspect of it.
2: it. Yeah, it was creative. It wasn't It wasn't as good a match as I hoped. Um, I thought it was odd that Daniel Bryan is supporting the Seahawks via his his tights now before the season even starts. Another person yeah. that thinks pre-se- preseason is the greatest thing in the world. But uh, the feud's going to continue. I, I like the mixed tag idea. I thought that they were going to save it for maybe Evolution, uh, which we could talk about some of those matches that they – have been rumored or leaked out so far uh later on but we got what we wanted uh or what we predicted and hopefully we'll see this eventually go to a wrestlemania main event for the two of them
0: i agree so next up finn balor the demon versus baron corbin i did like seeing the demon we didn't think that we would see it we did speak about it on the last episode We didn't think we'd uh, actually see him make a return against Baron Corbin, which I would have figured they would have saved it for a larger opponent, uh, like a more meaningful opponent other than a small kind of put-together feud with Corbin. But um, that that was also, like Stevie G was saying before, a squash match. It didn't last very long. I think maybe, what? Seven minutes, five to seven minutes around there, if that I just thought it it was a bit of a waste of of the demon in my opinion. definitely a waste of the
2: demon, but at least they brought it back, and honestly, this is the one job match on the card that I didn't care was as quick as it was. felt bad for Finn that he had to even be in there with that jack off at least he got it done quick uh baron corbin is another guy that i think is overrated and i don't understand why there's this love for him and why he's getting this push and this position he's has with them i don't quite get it i'm always happy to see the guy lose the guy hasn't been interesting since he won money in the bank
1: it was cool to see the demon come back i love the look and everything like that but waste to bring him back for corbin i mean what the hell the last time uh that the demon was supposed to come out was with the whole Bray Wyatt situation and Bray Wyatt, you know, got sick or whatever the hell the situation was and the match got canceled and they acted like it never even happened. Um, Yeah. They, they wasted bringing the demon back. Cause they should have done it, you know, with a better buildup or something. Corbin, I just think it was a squash match. Like it was a WWE superstars match almost. But uh, his, his body paint was very Midian plus size wrestler. Yeah. I, listen plus size but like not plus size nah. dad bod dad bod dad bod i'll go with dad bod all right anthony's still confused on this all right.
2: no i'm not confused by it by the way you gave corbin too much credit the match lasted one minute and 30 seconds oh there you go Th- 25 seconds quicker than the braun Strowman ko squash well
0: i i feel the demon entrance was longer than that
2: match Right, saw so. it was the only entertaining part of that whole freaking thing.
0: Yeah, 100%. Next match we have was Shinsuke Nakamura, Jeff Hardy. With, Another
1: squash match I didn't care for. Yeah, with Shinsuke
0: Wait. retaining. And then we had RKO come out, Randy Orton, which I get that the whole feud, but then he came out, he like half walked out, then left. What I I'm not understanding the booking here. I get that you're trying to keep the feud alive with them, but it just doesn't make sense to me. I don't understand what they're doing.
2: They're basically prolonging it to get the Jeff Hardy, Randy Orton Hell in a cell match.
0: I didn't enjoy Hardy's spot on the apron. The Miss Swanton Dusty Rhodes. I thought no oh, Dusty Rhodes. Dusty yes. Rhodes. Very true. Uh, I did enjoy the spot on the apron. I did very much enjoy that uh, very early '90s Jeff, or late '90s, early 2000s. Stevie, what are your what are your thoughts on this one?
1: Did Jeff Hardy match? Yeah, I already gave him. I said it was a squash match. It sucks. Oh, my bad.
2: <laughs> An 11 minute squash match, mind you.
1: Yeah.
2: I like Shinsuke. Uh, I th- I'm starting to wonder if Jeff. If his time is rapidly coming to an end, just like his brother, Matt, I'm just not excited for him. The only cool thing about him is his face paint. Yeah.
0: And he doesn't even have the coolest paint that goes to that goes to uh, Valor. Yeah.
2: Did, did, did you see they took a photo together?
0: Yes, I did see that uh, on the Instagram. I did. Now. I'm gonna let I'm gonna let Stevie G open up with this one because I know A-train. he I know he's got a he's A-train. got a rant. A train, yes, yes.
1: Gorgeous George.
2: Hey, Stax Calhoun. Ooh,
1: nice.
2: Uh, you know who we left out? Andre the Giant.
1: Andre, Andre the
0: Giant. Andre Big Show. Mar- big Mar-Kell. Show. Drink up, drink up, ladies and gentlemen.
1: Yeah, you guys haven't passed out yet, and oh. you guys are champs at drinking. Yeah.
0: So, we'll give you a little break right now. Stevie G, open up with this match. This are we was, talking Ronda? Lentz- yes,
1: Lentz- we are. Listen, I promised his wife um, a couple hours ago that I was going to... The, the into- lovely Mrs. Oso. Mrs. Oso is quite lovely. How lovely. Um, we all hated it. We all hated it. I mean, realistically, Ronda Rousey, you're not ready. Um, we've been preaching it left and right. You're, you're not ready. You got a couple arm bars. You got a couple of hip tosses. That's all you got in your arsenal of moves, okay? You could do like what? One or two moves off the top rope. You're not good. You're not believable, okay? Um, here's one reason why I piss it pisses... Don't give me that look. I see that look. Um, Ronda Rousey should not be the women's champion right now. There's no reason. Alexa Bliss should still be the women's champion. I would rather her drop it to any girl other than Ronda Rousey at this point, okay? Because Ronda Rousey sucks. Um, she was great in the, um, you know, the, the cage, the UFC, uh, ring. Um, but not, not in a WWE ring, okay? Even look at when they beefed up her match with Alicia, uh, Fox. Um... We're going to do this match last and we're going to beef it up for a whole fucking week. And we're going to beef it up through the show and just make it as if Alicia Fox is this great thing. And then we're just going to have um, Ronda Rousey squasher in a shitty match. Um, Ronda Rousey, anything she's done in these last couple weeks has sucked. Um, I still don't believe her as a wrestler, like especially when she comes out with that little grin and she's so accepting of the fans. I mean, I'll give her this at SummerSlam. She came out with that mean look on her face. And it was that mean look that I remember from UFC. I'm just like, all right, this could be good. And then the match started. And what did WWE have her do? They had her squash Alexa Bliss, probably the best, like, woman heel you have right now. Just my opinion, and it's not because I'm in love with her. Um, definitely the best woman heel, and she rocks it. And my thing with that is, A, you shouldn't have squashed her that quick, Okay. You've been pushing Alexa for so long and you guys have made everything you've done go to trash. And that that that, that goes by the f- people who are fans of wrestling for years, okay? I know I'm not the only one who feels this way. B, the night before at the NXT show, which Anthony let us you know know the inside scoop, Alexa Bliss versus Trish Stratus at this evolution. You put Queen Heel against Stratus Faction and you knew that match was gonna draw, you knew people were gonna be into it, but then you have her get squashed by Ronda Rousey the same night that you announced it. All right. Obviously they thought that match was a big deal if they made that the first announcement. Okay. Also, um, you know, something that leaked off of raw yesterday, Oscar um, and um, Lita is a possible match for evolution because there is a graphic floating around out there.
2: They also, it's also a graphic going around that we're getting Nikki Bella versus Ronda Rousey.
0: Hmm. Um, but continue,
1: continue with the ring. We're gonna address that in a second because that's just like a whole other level of stupidness. Um, basically, Ronda Rousey, she's not ready. I would prefer her to wait till Mania. I would even prefer her to keep her off the uh, off the TV um, for a while so she could go down to the like performance center and do her thing and learn some more stuff because I'm not I'm not believing in her. I I, I don't. Um, her like I said, same things. Arm bars, a couple different arm bars, uh, hip tosses, uh, once in a while goes up to the top rope and thinks she's making it look good. And she's not, um, no, I'm not about her. She could go fuck herself. Um, I, they should vacate the title. She should not have it because honestly, you think, you know what? I think they just did. They basically just created a Brock Lesnar, a Brock Lesnar who may be around a little bit more, but they just created Brock Lesnar. They pulled someone from USC, made him a champion, and they weren't not. not that, I shouldn't say she. She's not ready for it because Brock Lesnar's ready for a title reign at any time because the guy, you know, he's Brock Lesnar. Ronda Rousey's just not ready for it. Um, but Ronda Rousey sits there and says, "Oh, I'm gonna be uh, Miss, I'm not part time. I'm gonna earn my keep and blah blah blah." Bitch, you haven't earned shit. It's your name, okay? Your name is what got you where you are because. The women's title is now represented by someone who's not ready, okay? And I would love for her to listen to this podcast and have something to say to me because she's someone I'll tell off to her face whether I get my ass kicked afterwards or not because she sucks. She's not ready. One day she'll be ready, but today's not the day. And now to address Anthony's rumor of Nikki Bella versus um, Ronda Rousey, why are you going to do that? Why are you going to do that? Freaking Nikki Bella – like, she, she does her thing. She's a good wrestler and everything. But the other day, you had them all hugging and stuff at ringside. You had her in the ring with her yesterday on Raw. And now you're just going to, like, totally flip all that? Like, they're not going to be friends again? Are you going to make Nikki Bella go heel in a couple of weeks? Because I'm sure I could predict this whole fucking thing. And Ronda Rousey will squash Nikki Bella. Who well, Nikki Bella, I'm not going to sit here and say is an amazing wrestler. Like, she does good, don't get me wrong. But you're going to squash someone else who's a household name just to put Ronda Rousey over and make Ronda Rousey look good. And you know why this is probably happening? Because Nikki Bell is probably the only one to agree to it. Because I wonder if they asked people like Trish Stratus or Alita or any of the other legends, if they would go lay down to uh, Ronda Rousey and maybe they said no because they're embarrassed to be laid down to um, an untalented bitch like that. Rant over. Wow, that was, that was some strong words from Stevie G.
0: Now, I'm going to rebut you, sir, respectfully. Maybe yeah, not. respectfully, because maybe, your wife's
1: on my side. Maybe, maybe not respectfully. Miss El Oso is on my side. Should but, I call her? No. So she could hear this? No. She'll <laughs> listen to it. She'll listen to it? Yes. So uh, remember, Miss El Oso, I had your La Osa. Is that how it There you be? go. All right. La Osa, remember, I had your back, boo. <laughs> so now, uh, amazing,
2: your wife listens to the show more than Stephen does. I'm sorry. Jo- Johnny Depp. <laughs>
0: Gilbert Graves. S- Stevie Depp.
1: I'll take it. I'll take it.
0: Captain Stevie G special.
1: I also don't go by scripts in Google Docs either. I just want to note that put that out there. No, no one needs to know the truth behind that. <laughs> so, I think I think she's ready for it. I
0: just did not enjoy her having a hot mic throughout the entire match. I could have done without that. It was it became very annoying and off-putting to watch the match. I'm like, just take the damn mic off her. As Laosa threw out, she will we'll give her credit for this one. This is why you watch porn on mute. Because you don't need to hear the crappy dialogue from, uh, a, from a porn. Uh, oh,
1: yeah, you right, You yeah. get
0: what's going on and you're watching it correct it's it is what it is
1: you're either turned on or you're turned off
0: basically and with ronda rousey having a hot I was mic turned off. It, oh my god i could not listen to
1: oh, it what, what are you saying about her wrestling style though? do you think she has more than a hip toss and an arm bar or no what? no her,
0: her her wrestling style is definitely there it's she fair, has she has an arsenal with, but like. the match last night that's what it called for. it's judo based it's, why, it's very you know why, it, like why, Anthony said, very judo based.
1: In case people forget from the past, mm-hmm. Alexa Bliss only made that armbar look as good as she did because she is double jointed. That's not the first time she's done. Well, no, yeah, we, we know so, it's the double jointed. Ronda, thank you, thank you. But Ronda, well, no, I shouldn't thank Ronda. I should be thanking Alexa for attempting to make Ronda look a little better.
0: Ronda's match at WrestleMania had more moves had more of a
1: her only arsenal. Yeah, that's the only one that she did cuz even I didn't even care when she faced Nia Jax. I didn't even care for that match honestly. Well, he, her WrestleMania match I will say. Yeah. I think we all walked away from that match like wow. Like she did her thing tonight, you know. I'll I'll say that. Mm-hmm. But then Nia Jax, didn't care too much for this match, that match. Alicia Fox, you blew this shit up like it was the hottest thing and it was trash.
0: But that I put on Alicia Fox because she cannot hang in the ring with anybody. Anybody at all. She's, she can't do the spots like that Razor Ramon over the head, falling back toss that Ronda tried to do. Alicia Fox boxed it tremendously. So in this match, I thought she did what it called for. I just could have done without the running commentary from Ronda Rousey. The director's cut from her it was horrible and the whole i love you travis brown after and uh rowdy uh rowdy piper this one's for you like we get it just point up hold the belt you don't gotta do the whole you know being mic'd up like i get i get they were doing the the vr experience I know Encyclopedia had mentioned that in our little group chat. Wrong match,
1: though. Wrong match to do it. Yes, I completely agree. That would have been more better for the Daniel Bryan Miz match. Yes. Because they talk shit during the match and people would listen. They were doing it the whole night. There
2: was a camera also taped to the barricade and one on the turnbuckle. We saw that. Yeah, to try to get an experience. I mean, I don't know why you'd want to watch it that way personally, but... um, I'm still, I'm gonna, and I've said this before. So Steven what wasn't here did not hear this. I don't have a problem with Alexa bits the character. I my issue a few weeks ago and it still is is she hasn't had that memorable match. Um, I that being said, I'm hoping that she gets that with Trish Stratus. Uh, I thought she might get it here. I think Rhonda's a lot better than Steven's given her credit for, and that's fine. Steve's allowed.
1: Juvenile um, animals steal.
2: That being said, the fact of the matter is Alexa Bliss did not deserve the match that she was given. And I don't blame Ronda for that. I blame the booking. I don't understand what WWE's thinking having former MMA fighters coming in and running through their roster. It makes them look weak. Yes, I get it. An MMA fighter is going to be tougher in some people's eyes than a professional wrestler, and that's fine. But Alexa Bliss has carried that division for over a year. This is not the way it should have ended for her. She should have at least been able to get a little bit of offense in instead of having it be like a real-life Ronda Rousey MMA fight.
0: Karma,
1: otherwise known as Awesome Kong.
0: All right, so next one, final match of the card. We've got the universal title match, Braun Strowman, Roman Reigns, well, Roman Reigns, Brock Lesnar with Braun Strowman coming out and basically standing outside for potential cash-in, which didn't make sense. I felt like Vince threw that out there because he was nervous at the crowd reaction. Or fucking with the fans. Yeah. A lot of this card didn't make sense to me. That was another, another part of it. Like, I did it. The match was alright. It wasn't oh my god, this is a five star match. It wasn't. It was probably like a two star. It didn't, wasn't wasn't very long from what I'm hearing, it was cut short by ten to fifteen minutes. Which kinda of makes sense for the the way it finished. Um again I, I'm just I'm I'm not getting it. Then the next night on Raw you have Braun pretend to like he's gonna cash in again and then not get the chance to cash in. So um I'm not understanding it. Brock's on his way to UFC and then he'll come back at some point probably around WrestleMania season and do something again. What do you think? Encyclopedia?
2: When Braun was coming out, I thought maybe they were going to have a cash-in beforehand. That's what I thought they were going for because I couldn't understand why they would bring him
0: out. Like turn it into some type of like triple threat match, right? Maybe try to save it that way?
2: Not even that. He could have very easily said, I'm cashing in right now. The bell hadn't rung on the Brock-Roman match. Braun ends up facing Brock and Roman has to stand there like a chump. Roman's getting screwed again. Could have continued that storyline. They came up with a way to get Bron out there to throw it in your face because everybody thought he was going to cash in and walk out with the belt and they found a way to knock, knock that out of the equation. Basically, they came up with a way so that Bron's cash-in wasn't going to happen and it was somewhat believable in their minds. I didn't hate it. Um, I didn't love it at the same time either. And we now we have to deal with the big dog.
0: Stevie G. The match sucks. Now let's let's get your guys' thought on the next night with the return and reuniting of the shield. Now I know Stevie G mentioned it earlier where he was he was kind of pumped for it, correct? Yep. And now we've got the shield back together. I don't know where they're going with it, what they're trying to do. Seth Rollins came back out with his shield get up. So did Ambrose. So the the shield is back and in full force. They took out Braun, but I, I don't really know what do you what you do with it. I, I get what why they're why they're, they they pulled the trigger on it so that they wouldn't boo Roman or the fans would kind of cheer them because it is the shield and you can kind of hide Roman that way. But I don't know. What do you think it's like
2: Another desperate attempt to try to get Roman reigns over when they came out. I first thought to myself, I feel bad for Seth and Dean and the respect that they're getting over on their own and yet they're being used to try to get Roman over as this face. And what I did note is they were, the fans, the sheep, I'm sorry I'm calling you all sheep because that's exactly what you were, the sheep were cheering when the Shield was doing their thing together. I hated it. But I also noticed that the few moments where it was Roman by himself doing something, the fans turned on him again. I don't think this is going to work. If I'm Dean and Seth, I'd probably, in the back of my mind, be wondering when are they going to wake up and realize this is not going to work to get this guy over? When are they going to push me instead? Seth should be the one, and we said this months ago, going back to June, that Seth should have been the one facing Brock. That's what we all thought we were going to get, and unfortunately, that's not what we got. Um, And what do you do with The Shield now? Because you have Seth and Dean feuding with McIntyre and Ziggler. And you got Roman that's probably going to end up feuding with Braun. Now somebody today suggested to me, oh, we might get a six-man match with The Shield against Drew, Dolph, and Braun, which to me doesn't make any sense because Braun's a face. The other two are heels. So I, I think they're backing themselves in the corner once again at the expense of Vince trying to get Roman over as the top guy, as the top face. And I think he... I wish he would just move on from it. You want to put the belt on him? Fine. The fans would probably be more susceptible to it as a as if he was heel, but we're not going to get that. So if you're going to book it the way you want, go ahead. You run the company. It's your thing. You do whatever the hell you want. And for those of us that have a big enough problem with it, we will gladly fast forward through those parts of Monday Night Raw when Roman comes out and turn off the TV if need be. That's the only way we're gonna get the message across, folks, because the fact of the matter is the ratings are still holding up when Roman's out there on TV, so we're not doing enough to send the message.
0: Right. I agree. One hundred percent with you on that one. So, ladies and gentlemen, that's our show for tonight. We thank you guys for listening. Follow the boys on Instagram, Stevie G twelve eighteen, Jufra three sixteen The Sports Frenzy Podcast on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram. We will catch you guys next week for another episode. We'll have another drinking game out there for you guys. If you guys like that, leave it down in the comments. Let us know what you guys think of it. Um, And we will catch you guys next week. Peace out, everybody.